in a world where achievements and accolades motivate us to do more and be more, we're often left wondering, is this really it? Deep inside, you know there is more to life. You're ready to leave behind the old push your way through and claim the deeper life that's calling you. That's where we excel. We're your hosts, Stephanie Allen and Marin Oslak. And this is the Soulful Leader Podcast. Sit back and relax as we share the shortcuts we've uncovered to help you make shift happen. Welcome back to episode four. And one of the things that I really wanted to talk about today with Stephanie is what is divine DNA? I know we've mentioned it a couple times in our podcast already. And so I thought it would be fun to explore what it is and why it's important, especially to us as soulful leaders. Do you have any thoughts on that? Can you uh, share what your idea of divine DNA is, Stephanie? Thanks, Maren. I often think about the divine DNA when I think of a caterpillar. I know we've talked about that before, or an acorn that's meant to become an oak tree. We all have this blueprint. We all have this divine element within each and every one of us that we have often two ways of giving way to it. So what I mean by that is like, we either open up and discover our truth of who we are, why we're here, discovering our our passion, our gifts, our strengths, our purpose. And those two doorways are often either through great challenges and difficulties or or through great joy and, and beauty. And I, I, the, what we are offering both Marin and I with the soulful leader podcast is that what if there was a way through great beauty that we could discover our reason for being and that we all have this incredible beauty and elegance and purpose that is meant to create a tapestry in the world. Like we're one thread in so many threads. And that's just beautiful. Um, I like the idea of the tapestry. So one of the things that I've noticed for myself is that I wasn't taught to find who I was. Like growing up, I was taught to be what society expected me to be. So I built this life around what society expected me to be. And I have choice within that, right? And so I made my choices and I made what I felt like were rebellious choices. And I followed my art instead of doing science, which was what my family wanted me to do, um, or business like my dad wanted me to do. And I ended up in business, ironically, um, but as an artist and an artist business owner. And yet, even with all of that, there was this deeper calling of like, who am I in that? And I think that's what you're talking about of that tapestry. There's all of this stuff going on around us. And I've heard the words golden handcuffs before. And I think it's more for corporate, you know, people who have essentially done what I've done, which was they've built this amazing life. They've achieved everything there is to achieve. And yet it still doesn't feel like the life that they want. And that's what I mean by a deeper calling. Like, what's the real life that I want? It's not necessarily about the money and or the prestige and or whatever, all the outer trappings. There's something more and it could still be outer trappings. And yet there's still this inner like 
I want to grab that thread that you talked about in the weave and like hold on and be like, let's go. I want to go there. <laughs> As me, that's what di- my divine DNA is. It's like, I want to find that. Absolutely. I, I, when you, when you speak of so much in our world is about really the outer, the performance and it's measured by performance rather than by it, you know, it's measured by what we do rather than who we are. And most of us, you know, we're trying to better ourselves because there's a fear that we're not good enough. So we take more courses, we learn more things, we, you know, better our physical bodies, uh, we strengthen our minds, but we neglect that deeper element of our emotions, our, our spiritual connection, meaning and what I mean by the spiritual connect is like what inspires us, what gives us meaning to get out of bed every morning. And hopefully it's not fear, but I believe that most of, you know, most of our world today is essentially motivated by, by, like you said, money and prestige and power and, and constantly being reinforced that we're not good enough. And I just feel like that's so sad and that's not what we're about. I know I lost my video. I saw that. <laughs> yeah. So my uh, camera says that it's too warm and needs to cool down. I'm not sure what... Uh, You're too hot. I'm too hot. I'm hot stuff. Hey, but you know, this is a really cool thing that you're talking about. Like it's too hot. Interesting. Right. And that we need to cool down. Mm. We need to cool our jets. It's also like, for me, that that piece of being seen, when I really look at the life that I've achieved and that, you know, like I'm one of those high achiever types and... I think that a lot of our our podcast listeners can can relate to that, where we're you know we're doing, we're being, we're going, and da da da. And when I truly stop and look within, and I think about that next layer for me, it's actually bigger than anything that I've done before. And it's scary as all get out because I don't know the path from here to there. Like my that high achiever skill set that I worked so hard to develop is not what's going to get me to that next place, which is truly being seen for me and being vulnerable and open. And right at that moment, my video quit. Isn't that interesting? (laughs) Well, because we, we judge ourselves and each other by the form and, and we're always wanting you know, to obviously be our best selves, but we're wanting other people to accept who we are because we have a hard time accepting who we are because we don't know who we are. And so essentially we're walking around, holding our breath, hoping we're good enough, waiting to exhale and feeling like we are always defined by the position we hold or the possessions that we have or someone else's concept of who we should be. And so we live in that world of shoulda, woulda, coulda, ought to, And that whole divine DNA is recognizing that there isn't anything to fix. There's nothing to be afraid of because you're already perfect. You're already beautiful. You're already enough. And to rest in that place where we can, where we already know we're loved. 
And then how different our outer world, how we respond to the outer world, when we already have that fulfilled place inside ourselves, then we are in service from such a different place rather than trying to be good enough, trying to prove it. You had um, sent me something yesterday about how fear and faith can't exist in the same moment. And I, I, for me, that's so powerful. And I find that when I am standing in my faith, my true belief in myself, in a higher power, whatever that feels like, and I'm, I'm not trying to figure things out or be good enough or do anything. I just am standing in it. That's when everything flows. Like, the world opens up and the magic, the magic happens, right? I get to see the magic. I get to be the magic and I create things for other people. And it's, it's amazing to me what shows up when, when I do that, when I'm able to do that. And it truly is, you, you say that you mentioned the fear. It truly is like, how do we get out of that fear? How do we, we're so, it's ingrained in us. We're trained from when we're, born essentially that there's something to be fearful of and you're exactly right and it's a training and so when you ask the question how do i get out of that fear i have a great acronym for fear i call it false evidence appearing real like it sensory fear you can feel what fear feels like and the senses but if you remember that it's false evidence it's something that you have been told again and again and again first outwardly and then inwardly And so we have to become aware. And that's what, you know, we're asking as a call to action with all of us is to start to become aware of where your energy goes. So what you react to, what you respond to, responding and reacting are very different. I think of responding as leaning in and listening and not trying to fix or change something. Whereas reaction is either pushing it away or trying to fix or change or control something. And so just being aware of where your energy is, and it costs so much energy to constantly be in reaction, where you actually are sourced, you're actually energized when you're in responsiveness, because then you're connected, you're in a loving place. And that's where you are mentioning about you're allowing that, you know, the divine, the divine or the spirit or universe, whatever words you use for it, God, you know, energy to allow you to come closer. It's like, it's like a lover wanting to give you a kiss. It's like, you want to lean in. And what if, what if and we talk about leaderships, but what if our real leadership is our own personal selves, our own personal leadership of uncovering and remembering who we are and why we're here. And that, that deep self is actually wanting to give you a kiss. Mm-hmm. So I have a, an example of that from my own life. And I think many of us do from around the pandemic. And for my, for me, the example is that <clears throat> I own a ballroom dance studio and touching and, and being around people obviously was not happening. And we were, we were out of money and out of time and out of everything. I, I, uh, had done, we had done everything that we could in order to, oh, what is it that you hate? Pivot. I know it's pivot. <laughs> so it's definitely always says it's not about pivoting, right? It's about transforming. And I, I completely agree. So 
that's what, to me, that's what all of this is about. So we, you know, it was really easy to be in fear around like, okay, I'm going to need to close my doors. And I realized at one moment, we actually made it through the shutdown. We were into October and we were, we had reopened our doors and I just realized like, we're not going to have enough money to cover our expenses for another six months. And it's going to be in this, we're going to be in this for another six months. So I had to make the hard decision. And I said, you know what? We need to close. And instead of doing that from a place of fear, I took two days before I talked to anybody about it. I just sat with it. What would that be like? I, I explored all of the options and I didn't react. I responded. And so when I went and I talked to my studio manager, my actually she's my lead instructor because we had to let go of our studio manager. <laughs> so I had talked to my other lead instructor who was completely giving all of her time for free. And I said to her, I was like, we need to close. And I did it from a place of wholeness, not fear. She went, no, we don't need to close. We need to talk to our community. Okay. So then we went down that rabbit hole and it worked and the community was amazing. And that's what I mean, like the magic happens. So if I had been in my own fear and turned to her and said, we need to do this, I don't know that I would have even heard a solution. She would have said something about the community and whatever. I don't even know that she would have said, you know, like it would have been a completely different world. We would have pivoted and not transformed. So taking that moment, and I think that one of the things that I wanted to make sure to do today was to give everybody a uh, a tool that they could take away of how they could, that like, what's the first step of finding your own personal divine DNA and really stepping into that? And so I know, Stephanie, you, you have great tools with that. And I think it would be perfect around this about like, how does somebody... Because when you're in that fear, it's really hard to even A, recognize it, or B, step out of it. But you have some great tools. Do you want to share something? Well, first thing, if when you feel that heightened, like, think of it like a cat or a dog that just wants to, like, pounce. That's a reaction, right? If you can just close your eyes and start to say, okay, wait a minute, and just soften and relax absolutely everything in your body, and then ask yourself, is this true? Like, what am I, what am I listening to? What am I thinking? What is being said? What am I reacting to? Is it true? If I, do I have no other choice? And then I often look at it and I take the next second and it's like, so who do I need to rely on? I can't rely on my past self. It doesn't know it. It's going to be frightened on the unknown because it's living in the past but who I can rely on is what I would call my higher self. Again, you know, whether you call that spirit or divine power or future self, whatever term you have it. But I think of that part of me, like that acorn that knows it's meant to be an oak tree, the, the caterpillar that has the DNA within it to know it's meant to be a butterfly. I'd ask that butterfly. I'd ask that oak tree and I'd say, what is it? What do I, what do I need to do or stop doing? Who do I need to become? Or who do I need to connect to? That I, I just know that everything, it's, like, it's a different perspective. Instead of saying there's something wrong, what if this was the right thing? Like, what if this was happening because it is the right thing? So it's, it's changing 
the dialogue. It's changing the perspective. But that takes practice. It and does. the best way to start, I said, number one is just stop. I call it stop and drop. Stop and drop. Just like you do when there's a fire, you stop and you drop and you roll. You stop, you drop in, and you breathe. And you just go, okay, is this true? What would be the most beautiful, kind thing to be open to right now? And what if this was the best thing that ever happened? Not just to me, but like what you just experienced. It's like you dropped in, you slowed down, you listened, you went, you shared. And, I, you know, Brene Brown has been famous now about the vulnerability. It's like this is the new leadership. It's not that you want to be, you know, saying, oh, because we link vulnerability with being weak. It's not weak. It's saying, I don't have all the answers. I need help. And I need, and when we ask for help, we're not asking it from a victim place. We're asking it from a place of love and reverence. And we're also enrolling other people who have that same values, have that same love and passion and dream with us. It's, it's finding our people, right? Our community, like what you did at the dance studio. And people generally really want to help. And especially when their hearts are connected. And this is the new way of, I hope, and, and this is my intention and our intention is that the new way of business is going to be more heart-centered, more transformative. And that is the movement that we're creating. And we would love it if you would join our movement. So you can do that at the soulfulleaderpodcast.com. You can also, one of the things that we're establishing is our evolving leaders circle. So we'll have more information about that coming up. So if you're interested in that, make sure you join our um, Facebook community, uh, which is also the soulful leader um, Facebook community. And we'll have links to those there's somewhere on the video, you know, neither Stephanie nor I are really the most technical people. So <laughs> we'll figure out a way to add either a link on the screen or a link below or something like that. You'll be we'll able- ask for help. Right. We'll ask for help. We'll ask for help and people will give it. So um, yeah, we don't want to take too much more of your time today. Just really wanted to explore that and give you all a, a moment of, hmm, if I could have the life that I wanted instead of the life that I've created, what would that look like? Great questions. And so grateful that you're all here listening to us. Join us each week when we offer up our Soulful Leader podcast. And we look forward to hearing from you and all the best and blessings. And that wraps up another episode of the Soulful Leader Podcast with your hosts, Stephanie Allen and Marin Oslak. Thank you for listening. If you'd like to dive deeper, head over to our website at thesoulfulleaderpodcast.com. Until next time.